You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Fantasy Podcast, also known as PFB. Check us out online at packernet.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore PF Podcast. I am your humble host, Jacob. Joining me are my fellow depressed Packer fans, Tony and Justin. We also have Bad Luck Paul, that mm, who is Not now depressed. atop the NFC North, celebrating his shut up, Paul. Celebrating his narrow victory. <laughs> We'll mute him a lot today. We're going to go ahead and mute him. We're going to go worry, over Justin, that. I'm old, I'm old enough to know better. You don't get used to it. Uh, just, like just, 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 it's the worst. It's the worst. It's a bad week. We're going to be muting him a lot, like I said. We're going to also go over that embarrassing loss in London. We're going to check out the Bears and Vikings game. We're going to recap some NFL news and notes. And then we're going to look back at our picks, try to see how good or bad we were. Guys, I don't know. I, I, this is a tough episode. I'm not gonna lie. It's a, it's a, it's a hard one to, to try to figure out what the heck what happened. Um, Aaron Rodgers looked me, and then Daniel Jones me. You know, I, I don't know what to say about this game. It was, um, it was hard to watch. I'm not gonna lie. You, you see the Packers put up 20 points in the first half, and then nothing in the second half. And um, I, I, so, tell me why that's. Correct me if I'm wrong, but is that not three of five games this season? We have not scored a single offensive point in the second half. Yeah, that's that's I don't even you're, that you're little, we're not, not going to be a winning count. team. Yeah, we're not going to be a winning team if this is the uh, if this is what we're going to keep doing. Who do you blame that on? Honestly, uh, if I had if, question. if you put me on the spot, I'm going with floor. And I know people maybe will uh, push back on that and here. All right, you know what? I'm gonna go right out the I'm, gate. I'm usually an Aaron Rodgers apologist, and I, and I think that it lands on both of them. I think that I think Lafleur's been a dang pushover, and Rodgers is trying to take over. And third and two, yeah, right on I'm the goal sorry. line, man. Third and two, and did you happen to hear Aaron Jones' uh, his interview with that uh, exact situation with the? So the reporter asked, uh, third and two, what's your thoughts on that? And basically, not basically, but for real, Jones goes, well, um, I wouldn't bet against basically me and A.J. Dillon trying to get you two yards off of two plays, basically. Nobody saying. would. Nobody in their right mind would. 100% picks that up in two plays. Yeah. No, like A.J. Dillon might just get you two, but he'll get you two. You know what I mean? So, and, yeah. and Jones – on any play, the guy's averaging seven yards a carry. Why would we not? Why would we not? Anyways, uh, yeah, it's it's gonna hurt, guys. I'm we're gonna try to stay positive. Paul's gonna be really positive because he's so excited about the Vikings, you know, doing that thing against the Bears. The Bears really honestly give you guys a pretty good showing there. So um I, I would bite my tongue if I'm Paul a little bit here. Jacob, I, I enjoyed listening to you on the post-game show in the just the pure uh, uh, what's the how torn you were? You could tell in your voice that you were you just didn't want either team to win. When the Bears went up, you were like, I, I mean, I think this is I think this is good. <laughs> I think I think that 
like me, you're always rooting against the Bears, but then yes. Clayton yeah. reeled you back in. He's like, whoa, 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 buddy. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to root for the Bears on this one. We don't do that often, but right. we're right. looking at the record right now, and regardless of who wins this game, we know that the Bears for sure suck. I yeah. loved the pain in your voice, though. Just it, 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 I'm not going to lie. It was hard. It was hard because, <laughs> I mean, um, had we won that game and the Bears lost, the, the, the Packers would have been the winningest team, I believe, in NFL history. So, you know, just, you know, it was just a, a slap in our face all around. It was very, very difficult. Um, I will say a shout out to uh, we were we were at Big Guys Barbecue at 8 a.m. trying to get um get some breakfast food there going they were you know, all right but uh we had some Stillwater boys i've got you know a group of um i don't know five six guys that were uh minnesota boys but they were packer fans shout out to y'all it was a good good game while it lasted you know everything was great until it wasn't and um did you just did you shout out the competitor barbecue spot and say that they were all right you know what i might have <laughs> but if i you know since i'm uh throwing some shade here that food tony i think your kid aged like a year before we got that food, didn't he? It was it was unbelievable. Uh, I'm pretty sure that some of my food was made the week prior, <laughs> uh, which typically that place is awesome. So I was a little disappointed. Right. I'm probably just feeling bad about the day as a whole. So just slamming awesome. the competition. That's what's up, dude. I'm doing a <laughs> rock bottom on those guys. That's what's up. So let's I get into they, some. I think they were just trying to drive in the bad day to you. <laughs> It was all in all, it was just a horrible day. It just we ordered in the first quarter, got it at the end of the third quarter. That's <laughs> basically what it was, right? <laughs> Jeez. No, it was that bad. Yeah. So let's get into these stats, guys. Daniel Jones, 21 of 27, eight-yard average. He only got sacked one time. I can't believe I, I, I can't believe that. I thought that we would have a lot of pressure on him. Aaron Rodgers, 25, Man, 39 that, yards. That sack that Gary had that got called back, though. Because of Razul. Yeah. <sighs> That was a that was a rough one. That one was a rough one. Again, Aaron Rodgers, 25 to 39, 222 yards passing, two touchdowns, you know, two sacks for 15 yards. Aaron Jones really didn't get it together, but when we gave him the ball, I thought he really did do, you know, some interesting things. Aaron Jones was 13 carries, 63 yards, averaging 4.8 yards per carry. AJ Dillon, six carries for 34 yards. The fact that he only got six carries to me is Primo, I, I don't Speaking of guys you miss, uh, Devontae Adams just had a 58-yard touchdown. Oh, cool. Thanks, Paul. Glad, <laughs> you're, really? glad you're part of the podcast, Paul. That's great. <laughs> Randall Cobb, seven receptions, 99 yards, averaging 14.1 yards per catch. And then we only had Alan Lazard. And, guys, I was, I was a sucker over here at our underdog over-unders. I was sitting there going, Alan Lazard, easy over dubs. Oh, Easy over Tanyan, easy over, and mm-hmm. none of them hit it. None of them hit it. Watson didn't hit it. Nobody hit it. So, and then we look at the fumbles. Oh, I can't tell you how much this hurts, but we fumbled way too many times, guys. Two times we lost them. Two times. I'm just saying, like, uh, I wait. No, we didn't. We didn't turn the ball over, did we? Yes, sir. Rogers one fumble. I'm sorry. Nope. You're right. No, no, we fumbled and then we got back twice. On, we fumbled back twice on and then John Runyon yeah. recovered one and Isaiah McDuffie also recovered one. So yeah, you threw me off there for a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. I know I was having some early brews, but I don't remember those. <laughs> also, well, neither does Jacob. Apparently, this is a little weird. <laughs> I thought Quay Walker, like when you look at the PFF grades, it's the it, it's usually like this, which is so weird. I think that a guy has a bad day, and then PFF says, "No, it was awesome. It was he had a great day." Um, so Quay Walker, a guy that I didn't think was doing very well, he had eight total tackles, five solo. Eric Stokes, another guy that I did not think did that great, had six tackles, five solo. Devondre Campbell ended up third overall with five tackles, five solo. And one title for a loss. It's just, it just was sloppy. Um, I want to quick highlight some PFF grades because it, it is interesting. I thought Elton Jenkins, you know, sucked horribly. And of course, you know, he's the number one graded offensive player yeah. that we have. Uh, he has an 85.7 grade. He has a pass blocking grade of 82.6, a run blocking grade of 84.9. And don't get me wrong, I'm glad that I 
that that's what's you know his grade but i just i didn't see it on film randall cobb for the second week in a row is really grinding uh grading high he has a 83.7 overall Hat, grade. that's hats really, off to everyone that took that over because he yes. was at what 25 and a half and he put up 100 yards exactly yeah and then we had john runyon who the guy he's an elite elite pass blocker 87.4 i mean i don't you can't find anybody in the league basically other than like two other people that have a better pass blocking grade than John Runyon Jr. So that's really impressive. Shout out to uh, coach Hahn for calling this whole thing out. Right. I mean, he did. Right. And, and that's another thing is coach is very, very knowledgeable. Uh, and then Yash, my man, Yash Nijman, he came in with a 68.8, not great overall, but the pass blocking grade was 85.9. The guys have, he's good. I'm just why? Why, so did that, Yash, why did Yash play so much more than Bakhtiari? I don't know. That made me kind of nervous. I it's, saw it during the game. Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to comment on that right now, specifically I because I didn't it, notice it during the game. Do you, I mean, is it? A, did it? Was it? Do, you, do we know? I mean, if you, and if you don't know, it's okay. But was it first half, second half? I mean, I. It uh, was right from the from the beginning of the game. Bakhtiari only had twenty five total snaps. Yash had thirty eight. So there's something going on there, and um, I mean, uh, he still played twenty plus snaps. So I don't know. That I'd be super worried about it, but I would. I'm sorry, I am because this is a step back. I'm, I think, from last week as far as total snaps. If I'm not mistaken, I could be mistaken. I don't want to fact check myself right now, so that. Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure that he took a step back, and I don't really like that. Obviously, uh, that's not the uh, the step in the right direction there. I will say though, what was a really great thing to see was Mercedes Lewis have that touchdown. You just love it, right? That that play call. I was yelling at the top of my lungs that I really did not like the play calling, but when that play call came up, they had, if I'm not mistaken, they had a wide receiver running across doing that jets motion. They then faked it to Dylan, which then left Mercedes Lewis. Like he, he, nobody saw him. The guy Big dog wide open. He just like jogged to the corner of the end zone to that pylon and just, Hey, I'm here. And then Rogers floated to him. It was great to see him get, uh, and I believe that Mercedes Lewis catching that ball was the, I think he broke a record there being like the oldest tight end in the league to catch a ball, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I hope and, that's uh, accurate yeah. because now you've said it on the podcast. You told the whole bar that that was. True. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you, I, right. I heard something similar. We were talking about it when we watched the game and I couldn't remember exactly what it was. And yeah. I, I think you're right. I believe that is correct. If, if I'm wrong, then whatever, smite me down. But uh, one other thing I want to highlight real quick. Gosh, some guy named Jacob Boomanchu47 was taking on a guy named <laughs> America Loves to Come Back. Uh, Tony Brooks, 0-4. That's weird. That's like last place if, I, uh, if I'm not crazy. Hmm, let's see how this matchup went. Jalen Hurts I had at 27 points. I had Justin Jefferson scoring a 30-burger on you. I had Gabe Davis going 32 on you. Fournette had 35. Damian Pierce, 20-burger on you, man. And then I had Andrews, which, by the way, guys, let's go real quick. Um, We talked about this earlier. My draft strategy this year seems to be paying off, and I think this is a good thing to note. I went first round the best player i thought was available and in the second round my theory was i'm either taking andrews or kelsey no matter what i have on the board if one of those guys is available i'm taking them so i did that in both of my leagues and i'm doing pretty pretty well if you look at the tight end fantasy points total basically it is it's kelsey and it's andrews and maybe Another guy, if you were lucky, lucky, really lucky, you may have taken him like in the third, fourth, fifth, sixth round if you're doing something, you know, like a Goddard or something like that. So it's a, or, or a Taysom Hill, you know, Hayden Hurst, one of those guys, David Njoku, one of those guys. But it is definitely, I think, a really Hold good on. draft. Go ahead, Paul. I want to make sure we're getting one thing straight. So you're, you're bragging about your draft strategy when you're one and three? Shut your face. <laughs> Shut your face right now. <laughs> If it was only based on all right, all right, all right. Got like him. Fan like cheer after you beat the Packers like it's your Super Bowl, you know. I hate you so much. Fact. Facts. 
I'm just saying, if you were to take the first pick and if you were to only highlight your tight end picks, is what I'm saying. So I actually I do I I do love the strategy. I'm I'm, I totally kid, but I just while you were talking about, I looked at your record and I was like, come on, Tony, what's your what's your score? You are cheering about beating a winless team. That's accurate. Yes. Maybe I'm not. I didn't realize football thing. Tony's own everything. He's he's not one in our yeah. fantasy leagues. Both Sorry, have, you, leagues have you won not, in any of your leagues, or is this like the whole year? Oh yeah, I've got Tony? some leagues I'm doing great in. We got an Empire League that I'm crushing. I got Mahomes <laughs> and Kelsey. What's an Empire people, League? But listener league. What's that? What's an Empire League? What's that? An Empire <laughs> League. Justin, uh, do you Empire know what an Empire League, League is? A, a no, I don't. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Well, let's talk about it. Uh, Maybe some of our listeners don't know. What a dynasty yeah, no, that's a great question, Paul. Uh, an Empire League is a variation of a Dynasty League. In a Dynasty League, you keep your players forever, right? It's payouts go every single week. Uh, in an Empire League, you uh, split the prize pool every year if you play for money, and then you uh, have to win the league two years in a row, build an empire, and you win the side pot, and the league is over, and then you would start a new league if all the people involved That's the one we talked about in the first episode we ever did, right? We were joking about coming out with like 15 grand whenever it finally gets over with. Yes. Uh, That that one's pretty big that that I referenced, uh, one that Paul and I have been in for, how long have we been in that? 12 years, Paul? Yeah, one of them 12. I think another one of them nine or 10 we're at. I feel like to win a league two years in a row is next to impossible. the Not our Packernet League, but the other league that I do every year. Last year, I finished in first place in the regular season, outscoring everyone by a mile. And right now, I'm 0 and 5. In what, happens, what happens to the last place person in that league, Justin? They get a tattoo, so I'm looking oh. at tattoos right now. Uh, we're gonna have to Any figure out. Any suggestions from your league mates, Justin? So <laughs> I have not seen seen all the submissions, but there is another guy. Uh, our our league is all. I'm an electrician, so all of, all of the guys in the league we're all electricians. We've been playing in this league for a while now, and another one that works on the same job site as I do. He's also a Packer fan, so. His submission is going to be like the the he drew up the cheese head and and I said all right well at least if I lose then I can get a cheese head tattooed and is it on your butt? I, <laughs> I think I think which one of you guys was trying to tell me I should get it as the tramp stamp maybe I yeah. will maybe I will <laughs> we might have to edit that <laughs> can I say that <laughs> yeah, tramp stamp's good you're good we got that that's the thing you know. That's no problem. Uh, Paul, real quick, as we're all sitting here um, depressed as Packer fans, everything's, you know, that, that was not a great week. Do you want to recap quick the Vikings uh, victory, which was a narrow victory? I, I'm just saying, bro, like it, well, we did lose to the three and one Giants overseas. You know, y'all almost lost to the uh, to, to, to the Bears, bro. <laughs> Justin Fields Bears. Well, we've so. almost lost to the Lions, almost lost to the Saints, almost lost to the Bears, but you know what? We're learning to win the tough games. Uh, Kirk Cousins, three straight game-winning drives. I mean, that's Ugh. that's progress right there. Last year, we were 6-9 and nine in uh, one-score games, which was an NFL record for most one-score games. Wow. So to be coming out on the positive side of those this year, is a real positive note, uh, especially when we had a 17-play drive that took most of the fourth quarter and uh, finished it with a touchdown. Uh, I mean, I, I know you hate the Vikings, uh, and I know you hate the Bears, so it was a no-win situation. So at least one of the one of the four of us should have been happy, you know? Yeah, but imagine if you're somebody that's playing a Bears, like uh, going into this game, what, what would you think? Okay, the Bears running backs, that's what we're going to play. David Montgomery, 12 carries. 20 yards, 1.7 average. He did get a touchdown. And then Khalil Herbert, four carries, 11 yards, 2.8. I mean, I hate the Minnesota Vikings, but that was a that was a very stout rushing defensive. Uh, well, hold on. What did what did Fields have? Like 50 yards? Eight carries, 47, averaging 5.9. But I mean, I don't know if that... you were I don't know if you were uh, sober enough to remember this, but he had oh, a 60 okay. yard, 60 something yard touchdown called back. Yep. yep. 
I remember that. Oh yeah. He so, said it on the podcast with Cl- with Clayton. Yep. Yeah, he doesn't remember that podcast. Let's be I'm real. gonna punch you in the mouth. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whenever you guys were doing that podcast, I was ready to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting though. Hey, I mean, Paul. Oh, go ahead. No, no, Tony. What are you gonna say? I, I already know. I, I hate well, you I was talking. just gonna ask Paul. I mean, you asked Paul to do a little recap. I was gonna ask you if you want to recap some of the. Uh, the events from the establishment we were watching the game at with my eight-year-old son, mind you, Jake, some of Jacob's uh, words to the, the other Packer fans in the restaurant. Well, I, I just want to start with this. Tony is raising a honorable young man who yeah. is uh, currently a Vikings fan. So I had to no. coach that. No, I had to coach that little guy. No. On to, you only, you only cheer for the Vikings. Paul's a groomer. <laughs> when when things are actually going pretty well for the Packers, you, you, you don't want to. He was he he misunderstood. He thought he could celebrate that the Giants were winning at the end. So I kept an eight year old from dying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, J- Jacob was uh, he was. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say quiet at the bar, you know, uh, but I would say the whole <laughs> bar knew who he was and how he felt about the game. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm paying money to watch a game and you're you're gonna know how I feel. So. He was advertising though. He was advertising. That's right. I did but you're uh, passing out business cards. I was passing out business cards. We're trying to grow the podcast here. So you know. So you you guys think when we all go to that game in December, we could all like do like a like you know, some videos with some yeah, fans. Absolutely. Pass out some business cards. Yes, Tony, Tony have, Paul, you I'm guys are going to go, right? We should have shirts and hats made by now is all I'm saying. Oh, my gosh. You want merch? <laughs> yeah. We, we can should do get, it. We'll get some merch going from that. I'm also going to try to get us a little stadium tour, and not like the traditional one, but I'll, uh, one? we'll save that for later. Then we can get some good, some good footage, do a live pod there. That'd be great. I will not urinate on the field. I will not <laughs> urinate on the field. I all right, you're play. out, Paul. You're Paul. <laughs> Well, welcome to the uh, the world right here. So yeah, I mean, um, that Bears game, man. Yeah, Paul, that was close, bro. Admit real it. close, real close. The Bears, to me, it, 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 I mean, it, it, it was more of a case of the Vikings. Uh, they got up big right off of the bat uh, and kind of held their claws on at the end. I, I think they kind of just sh- shut it down. Um, it was nice the the way they won it with the strip strip fumble of the of a former Viking that we cut. After the after the preseason, it wasn't even. It was he made the initial roster, but got cut when we picked Man, somebody else. He snagged up. that thing. Yeah, I was pretty. I was pretty jazzed about it. You could say, um, but that I, I don't know. I would I would prefer to have a a real win. You know, I mean, I last week I said they were gonna do it by double digits, and for a while I was feeling really good about it. Uh, and I mean, the, the that's I mean, the the Justin Fields touchdown run we'll call it that was called back was uh i mean the refs are still being in the favor of the vikings they oh yeah there you know how to work them or something you know i don't i don't generally try to say that the refs sway games a lot but just <laughs> just this year it seems like those zebras really do love the vikings yeah I'm, they're I'm, you know they really I'm really, I'm really about it right now <laughs> i bet you are <laughs> Speaking of the officials, can we talk about the Tom Brady thing for a second? Let's go. I was going to say Kirk Cousins is wearing a Tom Brady mask. How how terrible was that? Was that roughing the passer call? One of the worst oh. I've ever seen. Well, I got to tell you, they're they're just they're giving the guy, you know, they're just they're fluffing him because his, his his wife left him. <laughs> it's basically what I can. I don't know, man. That just, well, maybe that, that was, ref recently had his wife leave him too, and he wanted. Yeah, that's to what I'm saying. It's like, oh, I understand, man. <laughs> Hold on, like, fellas. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that that was how almost, rumors start. Yeah, I, uh, I'm just saying that did not look legit, and yeah, I did nothing, nothing good to say about that. One thing I will say though. 182.88 points. Gosh, that seems like a high score. I wonder who I did that against. Oh, America loves a comeback. Who's that? Oh, Tony Brooks. Owen four and <laughs> you're gonna oh? go through that again. <laughs> Are you oh, last? Yeah, he's celebrating his Super Bowl. That's Tony? all right. You celebrate that Super Bowl, Jacob. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. Podcast I'm just saying. Again. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get over into let's revisit our game picks. I am gonna um, jump on a big old 
you know what, a humble pie here. The Packers, I picked to beat the Giants 31-17. That obviously didn't happen. I said there'd be a deep ball to Wat- a deep ball to Watson, which he pulled his hamstring again, which that that honestly that that worries me a little bit. The guy seems like he's made of glass. Like, come on, man. Keep it, keep it going. If you have a hamstring pull every freaking game, I'm, I'm just it's hard to be in your corner. I had my lock as the Jags over the Texans. I had my upset special as the Seattle Seahawks over the Saints. And I don't really, um, you know, I'm not saying that I did great, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) I could have done worse, I guess. Saints won 39 to 32. I mean, it's, it's, it's whatever, man. I, I tried my best. But the, the Texans won though, or the Jaguar the Jaguars. No, no. Jaguars. Texas beat the Jag- yeah. <laughs> Texans Never 13, forget. Jaguars six. So basically I'm, I I would like to say there are people listening to this podcast who agree with me. If you do, please reach out. I would I would appreciate the support. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You can get financial compensation. If, it, if you <laughs> have been hurt by bad luck, call, call 1-800-349-5554. There's a support hotline now. If you, <laughs> show us on the doll where he touched you. All right. So let's go uh-huh. to. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. What are y'all's picks? Tony, you spit you... my beer out. <laughs> <laughs> That just came out my nose. Show us on the non-gender doll where Paul's picks hurt you. All right. Um, Oh my god! (laughs) This baby is off the rails. We're keeping it clean, man. All right. So let me go into my picks of the week. Let's go, Tom. Please take the show. Uh, Please, please, please step on in here. I had the San Francisco 49ers over. I could have been on the Niners, too. They put up plenty of points to get over for me. Uh, I had the Vikings minus seven. They actually chopped that. Uh, I thought they got out to that big lead and we're going to cover, but Vikings doing Viking things and inconveniencing my life. Uh, they chopped it. Uh, and then I had the Browns plus three. That game was back and forth, a lot of points, a lot of good fantasy football stuff going on there. They only lost by two, so I got that one as well. So pretty good overall. You yeah, Tony does pretty good there. Paul, what about yours? My lock of the week was the Titans by three. <laughs> just wait. The- Did you just do the sound effect? <laughs> that was so. You know he can was- put those in, Paul. You don't have to do the sound effect. <laughs> he went. <laughs> it's like the most dad move of the year. <laughs> All right, go on. You know, the Titans by three, they, they over the commandos, they won by four over the commandos, so that's good. Uh, and then my upset of the week was the um, New York football giants, uh, which they, they did pull that out. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I actually have the Chiefs uh, by seven tonight, and that's that's going good. It's not. Uh, I, I actually, so I'm, a, I'm Justin right now. I cannot, my internet today, there was a guy working on my, uh, I could tell there's a dude out there, a Comcast guy working on my internet. And I have not been able to get the internet for the last, like, I don't know, eight hours now. So I can't watch the game. I'm like Justin of old. Uh, what, what's hey, what's my, the score? My Wi-Fi works great in my house. It just, when we record the podcast, I do it in my bed, in my bedroom, which is in our basement. And for some reason in here, it just, the Wi-Fi connection is horrible. Our, what's, the, what's the score? You all got the score? Seven nothing uh, Raiders and they're driving. Seven. Yeah, Ooh. and I is need Travis Devontae? Kelsey to. Yeah, Devonte did score the only he touchdown. Really? Oh wow. yeah, okay. and I need Travis Kelsey to put up about sixteen more points so I can beat the one running back down Paul because <laughs> <laughs> he started Javante Williams on. Oh my IR. God, Paul, you idiot! <laughs> what? How do you start Javante? Hold on, I beat Tony Javante. without Mike Ev- with Mike Evans in the starting lineup when he was suspended. I'll beat Justin with Javante Williams. Hey, hey, oh. hey, hey! Slow <laughs> down there, this, champ. This is this is Talk this is one, this is the guy fighting with one hand behind his back. I, oh. I'm so good at fantasy football that I can I'm, I can I'm get so away good. with that. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might not start a quarterback next week, you know. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my god. That's ballsy. Somebody stop this man right now. Stop That's the fight. Impressive. Stop the fight. Stop the fight. You threw in the towel. All right, let's go back over our starts. And yeah, Paul, this is one that Paul gave me a lot of you know what about uh Melvin Gordon, which honestly it was it was a bad pick because I didn't realize he was going on at the time we were doing the podcast. Paul gave me so much, you know what, and uh he ended up scoring 13 points for me. So, you know, you can do it something, Paul. I'll offer my apologies. I'm just saying it wasn't the worst of the worst. I also had a start as Saquon Barkley, which again, I said it was horrible for me to, I didn't want to announce this. I didn't want to say this out loud, but he ended up with like, you know, 70 yards rushing. Um, he actually was under the, uh, the underdogs and the prize picks over under for the yards rushing. So in that aspect, I guess that's a win. Uh, um, and even though um even though I was really depressed about the, you know, the overall end of the game with that New York Giants Packers loss, obviously I did have some decent sits. I said, sit De- uh, Devin Singletary against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I said, also sit Najee Harris, both of them really underperformed. So, and, you know, a little bit of a, a good note there with me. If you look at Leonard Fournette though, which I got him on my team guy balled out. Week five, 35.9 fantasy points. He was tied, I believe, with Austin Eckler for the top running back performance of the league. I also had Damian Pierce as the the (laughs) 10th overall ranked back with 20.3 points. And Tony helped me put that guy right in. And guys, guess what? I I really hate to gloat, but mm, I'll do it. My top two wide receivers, Gabe Davis was number one with 32.1 overall fantasy points, followed by my second wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, at 30.3 points. I scored 183 points this week against Tony Brooks, that was the biggest lead of anybody in our whole league of this year. I almost beat him the guy by a straight cool 100 points. Tony, how's that deal to be <clears throat> robbed and ransacked like that? I have not just hammering that, that baby. That, home. <laughs> that is literally the worst beating I've ever taken in fantasy football. Mm. Uh, but I'm very happy for you, Jacob. I know it means a lot to you. Yes. I helped you get Gabe Davis in there by picking him as a start. Oh, and then right when we were getting ready to have breakfast, I helped you get in Damien Pierce too. I appreciate, you know, you like to help out some of the kids that are special. They need a little help sometimes <laughs> and you get them there, you know? That's true. That's true. I will never be the governor because of that. <laughs> Politics is out, boys. All right. Tony, Tony, Tony. That which was a band yes, in the 80s. Tony, Tony, Tony. All spelled differently. Oh, boy. Uh, we're going to go ahead and stop this recording real quick. We're going to pause for a commercial break and then we're going to come right back with Tony. Uh, and then we're going to, we're going to get this right, right back where we started there. Y'all just. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. (laughs) <laughs> all right we are back Justin, what are you laughing about Packernet fantasy podcast thank you for letting us pay some bills uh what you hear us laughing at is um is bad luck paul's wife 
texting a picture of himself at his least most gracious moment. Justin just got that text as we're coming back in here live. <laughs> it's all right, man. Usually my wife will take pictures. I'll fall asleep on our couch with my mouth wide open, drooling on myself. So. Does, I mean, she that send one... it to, does she send it to your good friend? No, she doesn't. Thankfully, she keeps them between the two of us. Oh, man, that's I thank her for that because they're they're pretty embarrassing. <laughs> He is such a saint for sending me these things. She will just do it all the time. I'll wake up, you know, they'll be up late watching some Netflix. I go to bed with the kid. I wake up at 530 in the morning. Bam. Great Paul photo to add to the collection. <laughs> all right, guys, let's get this back on the rails here. Let's let's look at some um, some overall performances from week five, which we haven't really done this a lot in um, in this podcast, which I think we should. Let's highlight. So this is week five. Let's look at what the running backs did. Let's look at what the skill positions did. Leonard Fournette, like I said, the guy that I got on my team, was the best running back in fantasy points, scoring 35.9. It's followed by Austin Eckler. Brees Hall actually shows up for once. Guys that were uh, drafting this guy real early, they had no production out of this guy, um, you know, initially. But now it seems like he may be paying off. After that, it was Derrick Henry, Darylvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey finally shows up being the seventh overall ranked running back. He's doing 23.4 fantasy points. And then Tevin Coleman out of left field there uh, with Jeff Wilson as well. So Tevin Coleman's the ninth ranked running back. Jeff Wilson's 11th overall. And then who's 10th? My man, Damian Pierce from Houston. Got me 20.3 points. That was a really, really, really good thing. Uh, Helped me out a lot. And like I said, guys, I killed it. I I could not do any better in the wide receiver rankings. I had uh, Gabe (laughs) Davis. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. Justin Jefferson uh, had 30.3, Mr. Gabe Davis, 32.1. After that, Tyler Lockett, a guy that a lot of people are sleeping on. I am myself. I slept on him. I did not think that Geno Smith was going to be the Geno Smith that he is now, but guess what, guys? Geno Smith, he's that guy. He's that guy, Tony. He's no Joe Flacco, but he's all right. Really? (laughs) Really? Want to bring up Joe Flacco's name right now? All right. And then after that – Tony, you know who number five is? Diami Brown, bro. Remember when you text me and you said, maybe this guy, maybe this guy? I He showed out. He showed out. Then he, Stephon, he had a good week. He only had like two catches. That's the thing, though. He just had a couple deep know, balls. Like two unbelievable catches is what he got. And then Stefan yeah. Diggs from Buffalo. Guy balled out again, had 24.5 points, and then – Followed by that was Jacoby Myers, a guy that a lot of people are sleeping on. He might be available in certain. Um... Oh, I didn't. I didn't send you my notes for the day, but that was my my waiver pick. That was up. your guy, Justin yeah. Lies. He 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 missed us uh, the last week. Uh, Justin, I do want to sell uh, your your wife, your your lovely wife. That you did you hear our podcast? I gave you a. I shout. did. I did. She she did never she listens. She she did she not. Didn't. So it was for nothing. <laughs> no, for nothing. I, I actually listened to it at work with my apprentice. And I was like, man, I really got to go home and make sure my <laughs> wife hears this. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like, you know, every time you're, you you run away to the podcast, she's like, I hate him. You know, I hate him. I hate everything he's doing. No, and it's not if, like that. If it was like that, though, you could be like, hey, babe, check this out, you know? And then we're fluffing you. We got you. you know, Everybody knows that I love you. Everybody knows that you're the best. <laughs> so anyways, um, so for Miss Justin, we tried to help him out right there. All right, so, uh, And Randall Cobb, guys, 14th ranked overall with 16.9 fantasy points. That's pretty cool. I don't know. I'm just saying. And then Alan Zard, guys, 21 ranked overall with 13.5 fantasy points now again we are recording this episode monday night around 806 the year of our load of 2022 so it, it could change but i'm not gonna guess it's gonna change by much so um i you know take that with a grain of salt if you will but it, it's it's encouraging and very depressing at the same time that the packers just I, let's uh, let's dive back into that real quick. I just don't understand what Aaron Rodgers is doing lately. He seems like uh, Ryan touched on this earlier. When the guy senses any sort of type of pressure, he folds and literally just just dives down to the ground. He goes, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna fall." Like I I don't understand what he does 
in that situation? Am I crazy or am I? When's the last time you remember him stepping up into the pocket and scrambling? That's my, yo, that's what I'm saying. Step up, make a move. Yeah, that, NFL that used to be his thing. That was, that was his thing. Rogers can get out and he can, he can make a play and he, yeah, he would not, he's not been that guy. Even both of those rollouts, both of the last freaking plays of the game, the guy just, it seemed like he was phoning it in. It's like, okay, well, I, and then all of a sudden his delivery now is that he has to reach back to his cleats, throw across his body, apparently. And it, it's like, why didn't you used to have the, didn't you used to have the, the quickest release, like in the game is what I think, you know, next gen stats or whatever it was, but like that could just snap the ball and it could go 70 yards. Right. So why does he have to lean back so freaking hard to the point where he gives a second and a half where any Giants defender can just dive on him, which is what they did, you know? And I I don't get it. Got, I don't get gotta, it. It's got to be the ayahuasca. It's got to be the ayahuasca. Maybe I mean, old age is catching up with him, you know? But he, he – tell me I'm crazy. Like, he, the guy was able to evade the oh. rush, and then he leans back so, so hard. Like, he's – you are crazy. Let's get that straight. But yeah. the reason I, was, I know what you factually are crazy is uh, you may not remember this again because, I mean, I don't know how Shut well up, you were doing. On we Sunday, talked to each other like six hours ago. On the post-game show, you did <laughs> say uh, if Jordan Love starts yep. that game, okay. the Packers win. I'm going to go right uh, here. Uh, I'm going I'm I'm to put my uh, stake in the ground right now. If Jordan Love starts that game, yes, 100%, I think that we win that game because 100%, they would not be relying on Jordan Love to throw at that point. We would give, we, we would have a run-first mentality. Are you sure you would be behind? No. That's what no. I'm saying. We might not nope. be in the same spot. No. Yeah. I will go on a ledge here. I will go on a ledge. J- no. Jordan Love would want us that You're game. out on a twig, dude. I'm on a twig. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, bro. Sure I'm just saying, this was a ball MVP, control game. This was definitely a-, a Hall of Famer, and you're like, bench him. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> this is a ball control game here, okay? This is a this is a ball control game. If we run the ball, and if we just do selective passes, we win this game. No problems asked. No even Did problems. you grow up in the 90s? I hate you. <laughs> I hate you in your face. We would have won this Didn't game. we all? <laughs> yes yes we did yeah all right so paul what, what's your take what do you think what's wrong with the packers yeah as a viking fan uh i think i think i think rogers is just refusing to click with his young wide receivers i, th- I think he's just mm-hmm. got this weird chip on his shoulder about it he um, wants them to to earn it, and he's not giving. Them I don't the, think so, man. He's throwing them, he, especially Dobbs. He's throwing them the ball a lot. Do you want my opinion? Well, coaching okay. sucks. The coaching sucks. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't like Matt Lafleur's coaching calls. I don't think that anything he's been doing lately is. I know I'll get hate for this, but I I don't like it. I think that he, if he just all you have to do is run Watson on a jets motion on every play. And then just do a fake handoff and then just run the ball after that. Either you run the ball or you just fake play action pass after everything that, that you just do the so, test motion. The the offense has been frustrating, but tell me why. I don't know if I'm the only one that sees this, but I feel like the defense plays so good most of the game. And then they just get absolutely torched and slaughtered by deep crossing routes. Jefferson did it in the first game, and then yeah. we just saw it the last two weeks too. Like, I don't like Rizzo Douglas on the interior. I don't think that Rizzo Douglas is being played the way that he should be played. Well, he this- needs to be on the outline. He needs to be on the number. He doesn't seem like he can um, be following these guys in the slot, you know. And I, I, I just. I, <sighs> He was such a good player last week. And so was Devondre Campbell. And so was a lot of these guys. And I feel like we're putting them in positions where they're not doing their best, you know, defensive plays. And then, and, and... well, with Rasul, I, I think it was what four episodes or whatever ago that I, I said that I, that I feel like Rasul plays oh. way better as a boundary corner. He's not. I will give you that. I think that's, that's true. I think that's true. 
Yeah, something, think, no, something's got to change, I would say, for you guys in the in the secondary. Uh, Eric Stokes put up a 43.6 uh, PFF grade. Russell I will say again, I, I, I'm very disappointed in Eric Stokes and Darnold Savage. I do not understand why we exercise that guy's fourth, uh, fifth-year option. I think that he is a junk bucket. I don't want that dude on my team anymore. I'm sorry. I love the guy. The name's awesome. Love that we drafted him. Love that we gave him a chance. He looked promising. I don't think he's a good player anymore. I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah, I hate that one because whenever we drafted Savage and Gary in the first round, right? I, I, I'm not alone. I know that a lot of other Packer fans felt the same way. I was like, why? Why did we draft Gary? <laughs> like he, he he was not the draft pick that most of us wanted. And no. when I saw them draft Savage and I saw his tape, I'm like, this dude has closing speed. He can be really great for us. I thought he was going to be awesome. And now it's polar opposite. He Gary is like easily liability. my favorite yeah. player on the whole team. And Absolutely. Darnold Savage is like, man. So I when they know. give him a contract extension, how mad are you going to be? Oh, they won't. When they, they, they won't won't give him a contract. He, he, unless he balls out next year, but this he, year, Right. This is this is no, no, option, right? no. Th- this is this is their fourth year, oh, God. and so their fifth year, <laughs> their fifth year option is is next year. Oh, they no. just had to pick that up already. Yeah. At least as far as I understand it, right? Because he was. No, drafted, I think you're right. I think you're right. He was drafted in 19. So I just heard Jacob's dreams break. <laughs> so yeah. So the so the fifth year option means that Gary and Savage will play next year on that fifth year option, and then. They have they go forward from there. I would assume that it's an easy call to extend Gary after that. Ooh, he's going to be expensive. <laughs> I mean, well, he is. Yeah, he is. Let's look real quick. What are you guys thinking about waiver wire pickups? Real quick, I'm thinking. Tony brought this up today. I didn't even know this dude was like available to be alive. Brian Robinson Jr., who got shot by someone because he lives in Washington, which you know, Washington D.C. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Try to run down the street in Washington, D.C. and see if you don't get shot. So this guy got shot, like, what was it, four weeks ago or whatever it was? They thought maybe he would not return this year. Well, guess what? He's ready. He's back. He's coming up. And um, he's a good player. I'm just going to say right right out. I mean, the guy showed out in a training camp. They showed him preseason before he got shot. <laughs> the guy looked great. So, uh, yeah, maybe that's a guy you maybe want to look at. Jacoby Myers is another one. He's only rostered in 56% of leagues. And then Rashad White, a guy that I got only as my handcuff backup for Leonard Fournette. Um, but he's he's getting some looks, man. And he's getting some actual, you know, some uh, some yardage, some fantasy points. So if you are desperate, you maybe want to pick that guy up. Anybody else want to talk about some pickups, some waiver wire guys? Any Even if you want to do some uh, some drops, what are you guys thinking? You I've got snack. a, uh, I got a couple of good ones here. Oh, right. sorry, Justin, go ahead. No, you're Tony, good. Go ahead. Tony, sorry. go. <clears throat> go, Jacob. go. Uh, <laughs> Kenneth Walker in Seattle. You know they they put a lot of draft capital into him. Uh, Rashad Penny. Everyone knew he wasn't great, but he was having a good year, right? Uh, he he's done for the year now, so Kenneth Walker is going to get a pretty big opportunity. I've got him on some of my Empire League teams, which I'm pretty pretty happy about. Um, and, th- and I don't know how that offense keeps going, but Geno Smith's a Hall of Fame quarterback, according to Jacob, so that's probably why they keep scoring. Uh, Eno Benjamin in Arizona, the guy can catch the ball, run the ball, a lot of injuries in that backfield. Their offense is pretty banged up, uh, and they, they like to play quick. So I think that'll be a uh, good opportunity, especially in a PPR league. So even if they're playing from behind, game flow won't matter, and he'll still get you the points that you need. Uh, and the last one I wanted to mention – uh, was uh, Rondale Moore from Arizona. We lightly touched on him uh, last week. We couldn't think of his yep. name. I almost just did it again. <laughs> but he 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 put my boy Greg Dortch uh, on the bench. He's fast. He's athletic. They like to get him the ball. You know, side note, you guys talked about the issues with A-Rodge and the receivers. Let's go get Greg Dortch. Let's trade for him. Uh, we need to add Aaron Rodgers <laughs> Matt LaFleur. And let's trade for Dortch. That's, I'm going to start this train right now. Uh, the guy I think that's going to be a one-man train. <laughs> <laughs> you just really feel it happens, Justin. Oh, uh, might win us a Super Bowl. There, there we go. That's right. Uh, one other little one, uh, Alec Pierce, a quick little slot receiver out of Indianapolis. They finally got a decent number, two. He's a rookie. 
he's looking pretty solid and they reliable. Like they're forcing him the ball, man. They are throwing at that guy yeah. like crazy. Yep, for sure, for sure. So some good waiver options this week. You're getting into the thick of it. This is when you really got to be a waiver wire rat to uh, to win your league. <laughs> so uh, good luck out there. Go get him. I've been calling you a waiver wire rat for a decade. <laughs> Paul, you have any waiver wire rats you want to sign? Uh, Josh Reynolds, Detroit, 10 targets this last week. Um, He's actually been decent in in each game. Uh, 10 targets, 92 yards, and they didn't score a point. So he he did all right. You'll you'll get some value out of him either which way. Uh, Darius Slayton, he he popped his head out out like a little bit of a meerkat against the Packers there. Uh, We haven't seen him in a long time. so he, he could he could be getting his way back into favor. Brian Dayball might be a fan of his. And then the last one I'll throw out there is I'm not even sure Randall Cobb is uh, rostered in that many Ooh. leagues. So if he is not rostered in your league, he had a league high 13 targets last week. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean Rodgers is clearly starting to rely on him more and more. So if he is available in your league, go pick him up. I like that. Paul Conan clash with the Randall. Yeah, I will say then. I mean, another one. Uh, I mean, since oh. Tony just kept going. I mean, Taysom Hill, <laughs> if he's available in your league as, as a tight, tight end, yeah, and he's. I mean, he's playing running back. I mean, he's he is always a sneaky good pickup this time of year if he is available in your in your league. So uh, I didn't do that. You didn't do what? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't make that noise. I don't know what noise you're talking about. Okay, cool. Did you? Did you just get a text in our Packernet Discord? <laughs> because as soon as Clayton sent sent a text, it my phone vibrates and then I hear in my headphones. I'm like, oh, okay, Jacob just got that notification yep. at that the same Clayton's time. Fault. Everybody, this is Clayton <laughs> for sure. Anyways, uh, but yeah, man, I I really do. Uh, I like those picks, um, Justin. I know that you weren't with us last week, so we can't really make fun of you, but. Uh, was there anything you want to highlight? Anything like that? Uh, no, I don't have anything to highlight from last week because so I gave you, you my, I gave you a whole list. He sent of us our starts picks. And sits and <laughs> he sent you us. didn't read a single one. So <laughs> leave me out. It's fine. No, I, don't, I have nothing to say about it. I was trying it. to see if you could maybe brag on one of those things. I did want to bring him up. I, we were just running, you know, low on time. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm just giving you crap. It was crap. a pretty short podcast last week, I thought. Uh, you know, because just you know, Justin wasn't here. It wasn't the full the full sandwich. We didn't have the full entendre going, you know. So we didn't have the glue. You know? Do, do I complete? Do I complete the sandwich? You are the you are the you are the Yeah, man, for sure. Sorry, man. I had to like you know hang with my kids and stuff. Yeah, stupid kids. I hate them. <laughs> right, I don't even guys. know yours, Jacob. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this up real quick. If anybody ever has any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at packernetfantasy at gmail.com. This is Jacob for Tony for Bad Luck Paul for Justin. We are gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Go pack go. It was a rough week this week. If you are a Packer fan, if Paul shut up. Everyone else, have a great rest of your week. We're going to come back at you guys soon with another episode. And for PFP, let's go pack, go.